On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space, oftentimes there are things that we want, dreams that we have, things that we think should be, and either someone in our life, the universe, God, something is telling us no, and we don't listen. And then we have to learn the hard way that this was not meant for us. Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or appreciate anything from this episode, please leave us a review to let us know we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit cultivatingherspace.com to access our exclusive after show and other bonus content from the Patreon tab. Welcome to Cultivating Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. Are you currently a resident of the state of California? and contemplating starting your therapy journey? Well, if so, please reach out to me at drdominiquebroussard.com. That's D-R-D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D.com to schedule a free 15-minute consultation. I look forward to hearing from you. Our quote of the day. I'm not supposed to sing it for y'all. I'm going to spare y'all ears, but (laughs) our our quote of the day. I thought what I wanted was something I needed. When mama said no, then I just should have heeded. That quote, if you didn't already recognize those lyrics, come to us from Miss Lauren Hill. I'm going to say it again for the folks in the back. I thought what I wanted was something I needed. When mama said no, then I just should have heeded. All right, T. You already know how this is going to go now. No, don't come. Um, I feel like (laughs) you are going to nail the overview and the the sentiment of this quote. So can I I pass it to you, my sister? (laughs) Do us the honors, please. Yes. Okay. So for those of you that are not familiar with Lauren Hill, I'm not sure why that would be. But for those of you that are not familiar, this quote comes to us from the song, I Used to Love Him. And so clearly this song is about, these lyrics are about a relationship, right? But This quote, this particular piece of lyric from the song, I think is applicable to our conversation today 
Because to me, what it speaks about is there are oftentimes there are things that we want, dreams that we have, things that we think should be, and either someone in our life, the universe, God, something is telling us no, and we don't listen. And then we have to learn the hard way that this was not meant for us. And so I think in terms of understanding our conversation today, our conversation today really is about the dreams that we have that might not match our reality. All right, so T. Let's jump what do you on think? In. Well, I will say, Dom, this is definitely a sensitive topic. I know before we started, before we hit record, we were like, okay, what are we going to talk about? And kind of brainstorming. And this topic came up and I can't say that, well, I definitely wasn't prepared to talk about this. I didn't wake up this morning like, okay, cool. We're going to talk about this on a podcast. So I am going to be doing my own processing I'm going to be taking some deep breaths throughout because it's definitely a sensitive topic for me personally. But I guess the first question that we want to pose to you, lady, and ourselves is what did you envision your life to be like when you were younger? So I know for me, at the age of 17, I had a very clear vision for my life. But whatever that age might be for you, what is that, lady? Is it 16? Is it 15? Is it 18? Is it 20? Right? Whatever that might be for yourself. Think about what did you envision your life looking like? And what's your current reality? So for me, Dom, when I was 17, I was reading books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I was in high school at the time. I was very much focused on wealth building and figuring out how I can manifest my ideal reality. I was a bit mature for my age because life kind of made me grow up a little bit, a lot of bit. (laughs) Correction, a Mm -hmm. lot of bit. And so I just had this dream of me owning real estate, me having several businesses, me being financially independent, me not working a nine to five and just living my best life, traveling, having a family. And yeah, I would say overall, that's what I envision my life being at that age. I want to pose the question to you, Don, before we dive into the reality of what things are today, if that's okay. Yeah. So... When I think about what my life was like or what I thought my life would be like, I'm, I'll, I'll give you the details. Like, I, at 17, I, and we, I've mentioned this before on previous episodes that, like, at 17, I knew I wanted to be a psychologist. I didn't know exactly what that, was, what that fully entailed. But I knew that I wanted to be a psychologist. I wanted to have a private practice. I wanted to be helping people. That's on the professional side. On the personal side, I just knew that I was going to be married. I was going to have a bunch of kids and that I was going to I was going to be living this like suburban dream. Okay. That's what I envisioned at 17. At 40, that is not where my life is. And I'll, I'll share later what my thoughts are and feelings are 
around where my life is now. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that, Dom. So I appreciate you sharing because I did not know that that was your vision for your life back then. So, okay. I'm going to circle back around to, I talked a little bit about what I envisioned at 17. I would say that my current reality isn't necessarily super far off. However, one of the things that I find myself I don't, I don't want to say struggling with, but I find myself sort of going back and forth between Dom are one, holding space for myself to feel my feelings and like sometimes wallow and bitch and moan because I don't have some yes. of the things that I wanted. And then I mm-hmm. also find myself being extremely grateful because there's so much to be grateful for and I have so many blessings. But when I compare the realities that I envisioned, I don't have all of the properties that I thought I'd have. I don't have the magic number. I've always had a number in mind of like, this is the amount that I want to bring in by way of passive income each month. That number don't have it. I got, I got, I got some money, but I don't have the number that I really wanted. Right. I have the beautiful family, which I'm really grateful for. I have great connections. I have the confidence and the self-awareness. I have a lot of those things, but I would say the major one for me, that's still like, this is the last goal is the financial independence is the wealth, yeah. is the multi-million, multi-million sitting in the bank where I can invest and do all the things I want to do in the world. And it's been a process and a journey accepting that this is where I am. And although there are yeah. outward accomplishments and people are like, oh my gosh, you have this podcast, that one of the top 1%, the a podcast in the, that's in the top 1% of podcasts in the world. You're, you know, you've had billboards and you've written books and you've done this. That's all great. But at the end of the day, when I'm with myself and it's just me and me, there's a goal that I have been shooting for since I was a teenager and I'm in my early 30s now and I have not achieved it in the physical. I know it's in the spiritual. I know it's there energetically, but it's not here in the physical. And sometimes that bothers me. So I'll talk about the feelings in just a bit but I want to pass it back to you, Dom, to talk about your current reality and how that compares to what you saw for your life as a teenager. Hey lady, it's Terry here. Dom and I want to take a moment to thank you for choosing to listen to our podcast. We love you for real. And we want to give you a chance to learn more about what's important to us. So tell us what you think about this. Imagine a world where you have a chance to get featured on the Cultivating Her Space podcast and share your business brand, or perspective with millions around the globe. Imagine joining our monthly virtual video check-ins where you can connect with like-minded Black women like you and share your ideas and episode suggestions with Terry and I. Now I want you to imagine a world where you're in the exclusive Cultivating Her Space Sanctuary Slack channel and throughout your day and week, you are conversing with us about what's happening in your life and sharing funny gifts and your personal wins. How does that sound? Hopefully this is up your alley, lady, because we are taking things to the next level this year and we're doubling down on investing in our community. That means you. Yay! We want to meet you, connect with you, and create communities of genuine women who love on Black women and push our culture and movement forward. We launched this podcast in 2019, and to date, we have not missed a week. We've been great stewards of our platform, all while working full-time and navigating our own ups and downs. 
We release fresh new content every single Friday, like clockwork, and we have hundreds of valuable episodes and workshops that can really help you uplevel your life. So if you love our mission or you've gotten value from us, we invite you to give back and help us push this community effort forward. Visit herspacepodcast.com and click Patreon. You can learn more about our goals and exclusive offerings on Patreon. And we highly, highly encourage you to join the Sister Frontier so that you can get some one-on-one time with us. We also have an option for you to donate on a one-time basis if that meets your needs. Again, herspacepodcast.com and you can click that link that says Patreon. All right, lady. We'll hop right back into the conversation. My current reality is that I have the career, right? So, you know, when I was thinking about my career at 17, this was before the internet was what it is today. And so telehealth, like having an online private practice, that was not in the realm of possibility. It was, you would be brick and mortar seeing people face to face. And now I have a private practice that's completely virtual and it's doing really well. And, and so career-wise, that's, you know, the dream, that aspect has been realized. It took longer than I thought it would. And there were some ups and downs that I wasn't prepared for, but I have it. And now there's like other ways in which I want to continue to grow career-wise. And so then on a personal level, by the time I was finished with school and I actually started working and living on my own and doing all the things, I realized like, Nah, I don't want, I don't want kids. I'm good on children. And honestly, by that point, I, I, my sister had already given birth to a couple of my nieces. And so I was at a space where I was like, you know what? I already enjoy being auntie. Like we could rock with this. Like I, I could do this, but what it takes to, Raise children full time? Nah, I'm good. I helped raise my siblings. I'm good. Still working on finding a husband. And have navigated, you know, relationships along the way and have learned a lot about myself along the way through those experiences. And but that's part of a dream that I'm still working through or still trying to work to realize. Oh, I appreciate you sharing that. I appreciate the perspective. And I will say like, I have done a lot of the work, right? Like in therapy, working on myself, like very in tune with myself, very self-aware, but I want to hold space for people who feel a little salty right now. Like when you envision something for your life, we're about to to bitch and moan a little bit because I think it's it's, it's important to do that. And again, this topic is close to me and I might might have a little cry session tonight as I reflect on this episode, because when I tell you 17 years old, I just knew. Like, oh, by the time I'm 30, girl, I'm going to have this property. I'm going to be doing this in the world because I know that 
wealth and money is energy and it allows you to do more in the world. And that's always been my goal. It's not just for me to have money to go stunt and get my Birkin and do all that. Like I want the money to do more in the world because I know it'll free me up. And there's a certain level of independence and freedom that I desire. And so let me look at my notes. so I don't forget anything. So there have been times, oh, let's get real about this, Dom. So I have seen, as many of y'all have seen, I know we don't compare, but again, we're letting ourselves be in this moment. I've seen people who I know that I'm more talented than, people who I know that are not providing as much value, people who I know don't care as much as I care about people and about the work that I do in the world. Like I care so deeply about my clients, my students, and the work that I do, I put so much effort into it. I'm talking y'all, the sacrificing. Can we talk about the sacrificing? Staying up late nights, not going out on weekends. I'm talking like my husband would come into the home office. Like I'd be on, before I had my daughter, like in the office, five hours on a Saturday, grinding out, like up until five in the morning, like grinding, putting in the motherfucking work. I've done that. Yes. I still do it. Even today, like we done worked all day and now we podcasting after hours. Like I've worked so right. hard. And when I look up and I'm just like, bro, where is the, where is the thing that I've been desiring? Where is it? And there is a level yeah. of saltiness there. I'll tell you something else. I years ago quit my full-time job and I pursued my side hustle full-time. It was a bad decision. I, I was not ready to do this, but I did it because I felt like I was ready. Failed miserably, ended up going back to work. Fast forward years later, my husband ended up losing his job. We were like in this space in the midst of COVID where it's like, okay, we live in this expensive ass city of San Francisco. What do we want to do to, you know, figure this out? I was like, well, I'm going to go back to work. So this is my second time going back to work after quitting my job and pursuing entrepreneurship full time. And I felt a way about that. I had a grieving process of going back to work because I was like, damn, I feel like a failure because in my mind, I should have achieved this milestone of getting this amount of money in the bank that I could move around and do things with, and it's not there. So I began to question, like, is there a spell on me? Is there some type of blocker? Is there some energetic blocker in my life? Because I don't accept the narrative of this is not for me. Oh, no, no, no. Like, I was created for this. Like, I know... I know what I'm here for and I know what I'm capable of. And I know that that is a vision that I, it's get rich or die trying on this, on this side. Like it's get rich or die trying. That's what it is. And so there's been a process, a grieving process, but also perspective shifts that have had to take place for me to be okay and to embrace this part of the journey. Let me make sure that I'm not, oh, other thing, making sure we not forget nothing. Sometimes Sometimes you don't want to hear that positive shit. Sometimes you don't want to hear, oh, it's not your time or, oh, you got to do that. Sometimes you don't want to hear that shit, especially when you know you work hard and you put the work in, you put the sweat equity in, you put your 10,000 plus hours in. You don't be wanting to hear that. Can we be real, lady? Like, lady, if you listening in your car or, yeah. or in the kitchen or in the bathtub, can I get an amen as you listen to the podcast? Okay. All right. We heard the amens. You feel me, Dom? Yes. Because I, I think the real. reality of it is. When we want something and it's not happening, like there are times when I want things and I feel like that two-year-old that's throwing a temper tantrum, right? Yes, yes. So I totally, as much as I can sympathize with the parents who are like frustrated when it's happening, (laughs) I can also completely understand where that two-year-old is coming from of like, no, this is what I said I wanted and I want it now. Yes. Like, 
what, what, why can't I have it? Right? Especially because you and see all the other little kids with their stuff. But then I have to pause and remind myself, like, I'm going to let myself feel it. I'm going to let myself yes. have that little tantrum, right? Mm-hmm. And then I have to truly remind myself that my time is coming. Mm-hmm. And recognize that, like, and step back and ask myself, okay, what is it that I need to be doing right now? What is it that I need to be learning in this moment mm-hmm. that's preparing me? What, what do I need to pay attention to in this moment that's preparing me for when the dream becomes the reality? Yes. Amen to that. And that is the hard work. I think sometimes that emotional, psychological piece Mm-hmm. is more difficult than the actual physical work that you're putting in. Yeah. I would agree with that, Don. I think that I think that's a great point and I think that it, it is important for us to one hold space to feel all the emotions and then figure out okay, I'm not going to live in this emotional state. I'm not going to be this 2-year-old Forever, because it's not going to serve me. I'm not going to be able to show up and do what I need to do. So what perspectives do I need to shift in order to be okay in the meantime as I wait for what's coming? But also, Dom, I think another thing that's helpful for me is when I think back, when I look over my life and I think back, there are so many times where I wanted something and I wanted it right motherfucking now. I wanted it right then and I didn't get it. And when I look back, hindsight is twenty twenty. I'm grateful that it worked out the way that it did. Everything is working out for my good. And I think about back when I wanted to, I was really trying to have my daughter and I was going through, you know, had miscarriages and had the uh, fertility treatments. And I was just like, I want my baby to be born. Now y'all, we're going to dive into these perspectives, but just sometimes our logic just be off. I wanted a baby in 2020. Because I was like, how dope would that be to say your child was born? And this is before the pandemic, by the way. This is when we were all like, oh, yeah, 2020, the year of 2020 vision. And oh, how amazing would that be? That I wanted a child, but I also thought, oh, it'd be really dope to do it in 2020. Didn't have the child. The universe showed us different. The universe showed us different. Because I was like, baby, if March would it, because my daughter was born in March, but of 2021. If I would have had a baby in March of 2020, I'm sure some of y'all may have. And I'm sure it all worked out well. But it would have been a lot. God was looking out for me and everything happened the exact way that it was supposed to. And so lady, this just leads us into some perspectives to consider as you're on your journey where you're like, God, you know, what's my time going to come, right? Some things yes. to consider. So the first one is sometimes your reality is better than what you dreamed. And I can honestly say, Don, when I think Thanks. about Right. Let's say it again for the people in the back. Sometimes your reality is better than what you dreamed. Right. It's better than what you dreamed of. I think about, you know, Dom, I know we both before we started this podcast and before we met, we actually wrote in our journals or wrote somewhere that we wanted to start a podcast. I forgot that I even did that. And I went back to my notes and I was like, before we even met, I had topic ideas and I could have never imagined that I'd create something with another person that could have such a great impact on the world. And this is just the beginning for us. I would have never imagined when we started that five years later, we'd be where we are. And sometimes things just have to unfold and flow the way it's supposed to, because we can't even imagine or fathom 
what God has in store for us. Like our, what is that quote yeah, that says? Mean, it says, God sees our, our hears our idea. And be and like, that's so cute. Mm-hmm. Bless her heart. That's so cute. Right. Because there's right. a bigger plan. Yeah, there's a bigger plan. And it's all about divine timing. And so sometimes when I don't achieve those goals, I lean into that. Sometimes my reality is better than what I dreamed of. And something here is serving me for what I need in this moment that I may not necessarily be able to see with my own eyes. Exactly. Like I think about that, like in had I had the dream that I had for my life, the vision that I had for my life at 17, if that would have come to fruition in the totality of how I imagined it, y'all wouldn't be getting the Cultivating Her Space podcast right about now. Because I wouldn't, we wouldn't have connected in this way, right? And and so I'm learning to, yeah, to accept that there are times when the reality is better than what you dream. How, how, what I thought about in terms of being a psychologist and the the life that I thought it would look like, like the way I thought I would would practice, how I'm practicing now, how I'm showing up now, my quality of life is way better than what my 17-year-old mind was capable of envisioning. And that takes us on to number two, which is sometimes what you thought you wanted isn't in your best interest. And I gave an example about, you know, having my baby when I wanted to have her, but it, she came at the right time. I think about relationships as well. There were relationships. I was just like, oh my God, I want this to work out. Oh my gosh. Like I want him so bad. Da, da, da. And it was like, baby, God done saved you from a whole bunch of shit by not letting that work out. Go ahead, Dom. <laughs> listen, listen, Linda. I just, it, it resonates so much. And I think that's why the quote, like the quote of the day resonates so much, right? Is that there have been guys that I've been at, like I've had crushes on and just based on like what I initially see, right? And like, I remember even thinking back, like I'm even thinking back to like high school, like, and, and guys that I just thought like were like everything. and. When I look at where things are now, oh, child, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Super duper grateful. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. He's like, oh, he looks mm. mm. more than more than grateful, right? That like the way these things turned out. That would not have been in my best interest. And so I am glad that things did not, the dream that I had did not come to fruition. So then that takes us to the third one. Even when you don't understand why things are coming to fruition, it's all working out for your good. Right. So if you like if you are going through a process and you're like, well, why is it happening in this timing? 
or why is it not happening in this timing? It goes back to my favorite phrase, to trust the process, right? That in the end, it truly is working out for your benefit because bringing it back to that first perspective, that chances are things are being worked out so that your reality is going to be better than what you initially dreamed it would be. And so when you trust the process, everything will work out for your good, even if in that process things don't seem like it. And you may have some mishaps along the way. Everything is truly working out for your good. That is such a beautiful mantra to lean into. And the thing is, even when you don't believe it, sometimes you just have to, you got to say that shit out loud. You got to look in the mirror and be like, everything is working out for my good. Even if I don't understand it, even though, even if I don't see it right now, it's working out for my good because I can honestly say down. That's why I'm like, I'm trusting this financial journey because everything from losing a parent to having the miscarriage, everything. I remember when I was in the midst of processing the miscarriage and I was trying to find purpose and meaning from it. And I created so many great pieces of content. We created episodes on the podcast. I've been able to share that story with other women. There are women, lady, you may be tuning in and that miscarriage episode may have helped you. And I'm like, okay, all right, God, there's a bigger purpose. It's bigger than me. It's all about divine timing. And so because I know that there are instances in the past where it was all working out for my good, I'm also embracing the process and trusting the process for this financial aspect. And y'all just wait for the episode. And I'm like, y'all, I hit a milli. I hit two milli. I hit 10 milli. Just wait, it's coming. And we're going to replay this episode and put the little excerpt, excerpt in there. And I'm sure I'll be able to tell you, oh, now I see why the millions came when it did, because it was all because of divine timing. So yes. Yes, <laughs> I love it. And so then that takes us to our fourth perspective. Is there something you're doing or not doing that's standing in the way of your dream? Sometimes it's us. Sometimes we're the problem. There may be times when you are in pursuit of a dream and you're slacking off. You're procrastinating. You're avoiding. Or you are taking the wrong steps, like intentionally, like just out here intentionally sabotaging yourself, right? Because maybe you're not ready for the success that's going to come when your dream is realized. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. Sometimes we are sabotaging ourselves because we are not ready Mm. for our dream to be realized. I think we need a moment of silence after that word, uh, Pastor Dom. You over there preaching. That was good. That's really powerful. I definitely remember um, being afraid of success and a lot of it had to do with being afraid of how people would respond to it the attention I get yeah. people and their perspectives all that oh that's a word 
wow. It also makes me think about sometimes how, in addition to sabotaging, we lean into insanity. We're doing the same shit over and over and you're expecting a different result. You're literally doing the same thing over and over and you're expecting something different to happen. And then you're also not coachable. You're not open to getting feedback. You're not open to someone analyzing your process and providing constructive feedback on what you can do to improve that process because you just want to do what you've always done to be comfortable and you don't want to get outside of your comfort zone. And lady, look, this is not us preaching at you. I'm really talking to my damn self because this is stuff that I done did. (laughs) Okay. This is stuff that I done did myself. Yeah. It's it's like that, but this is, it's a necessary conversation. Sometimes we do have to check ourselves and say, hold up. What am I doing or not doing? How am I participating in the outcome of this story? What am I, what am I doing here? Am I the victor? Am I the victim? Am I sabotaging myself? Like asking yourself those serious, those hard questions. Yes. Yes. And so then I, that takes us to the fifth perspective. Now, I don't know if y'all were ready for this. Y'all ready? Dun, dun, dun. There does not have to be a time limit on achieving your dreams. So what does that mean? Does that mean that you always dreamed of having your college degree, but here you are at 45 years old, And you've lived a whole life, had multiple jobs, changed careers. It is not too late for you to go back to school and earn that degree. Maybe you always dreamed of owning some property. Nobody said that if you reach 35 and you don't own property, you can't ever own property. It is not too late. You might be approaching 70 and never been married, but that's always been your dream. Mm. It is never too late to find love. Dom, Dom over here preaching today, y'all. Okay. Dom's over here preaching. I feel like we need to pass the offering. Dom, can you pass the offering plate around so we can put some put some coin in there? Real quick. <laughs> there we go, right there. Y'all go to uh, herspacepodcast.com and click on Patreon to join our Patreon so you can get video content, see us on video, but also get the after show and also connect with us in our Slack community. I just want to do a quick shout out, Dom, before we dive more into this particular perspective. I want to shout out Angela McCree. Hey, Angela. Angela is one of our sister friend patrons. Hey, girl. We appreciate you supporting Angela. And also shout out to Rachel Jennings. Rachel has been a longtime Patreon supporter and Angela joined us recently as a sister friend. So we just want to shout you out real quick. And going back to point number five here, Dom, about not having a time limit. I just also want to say like, it's never too late. It's never too late to be what you might have become. So once you stop dreaming and stop taking action, 
it's likely not going to happen because you're not in motion, but it's never too late to do it. I'm looking at this article. I was looking at this as you were talking, Dom. Samuel L. Jackson's first big role was in Pulp Fiction at age 45, y'all. And I'm sure you've seen some of these on social media. 45. Lucille Ball. I Love Lucy. She started Mm -hmm. I Love Lucy at age 40. Listen, just because it didn't happen in your 20s does not mean that your chances are done. Let me just show you. Any age. And I'm so grateful that certain things did not happen when I wanted them to happen. I used to, I thought that at 18, I wanted to have my best selling book and my writing at 18, baby, I would have been calling people today, take that goddamn book down, take it down, burn it. Like I just, I didn't have the life experience or the perspective or the value that I would have wanted to give in a book. Right. And so it's never too late. And that takes us to number six, y'all. Number six is the answers are in the journey and not in the destination. The journey is here for us. The journey is here to to show us what we need, the lessons that we need to learn, right? And it kind of makes me think, Dom, if I were to, if we were to begin our high school career, right? You're a freshman and someone was like, hey, Dom, here, actually, I'm going to just give you your your high school diploma and you can just, you can be ready to go out into the world. You would not, you would not be prepared. You need the journey. Yes. You need that four years. If someone would have handed you your, your doctorate, you, you wouldn't have been prepared. If someone would have handed me my master's degree without doing the work, I wouldn't have been prepared. I wouldn't have been able to show up and offer the value, offer the expertise, offer the value that this degree and the experience would have given me to to sit on the stages that I or stand on the stages that I spoke on. Like I just wouldn't be prepared for it. So the journey really does have everything we need, and that's something Ooh, else that I remind myself of. Mm-hmm. I can't even lie. What? If somebody handed me, if somebody had handed me my doctorate and said you ain't had to go through that shit, I would have taken it. However, <laughs> let me be clear. <laughs> let me be clear. Let me be clear. While I probably would have happily taken yes. that piece of paper that said you are now officially Dr. Dom, mm-hmm. I would not be Dr. Dom. Yes. Somebody probably would have, after a year, somebody probably would have ca- called me and said, nope, 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 give it back, give it back. <laughs> you ain't ready. Get her out of here. This ain't it. Exactly. This ain't it. Yes. And so, even though the journey was hard, Mm -hmm. and there are times post-journey that I still am like, I could have skipped all that. Okay. The reality, (laughs) the reality is that I needed that to be where I am now. And Tom, it gives us a greater appreciation, you know, like it gives us a greater appreciation for what we've done, but I'm with you. I appreciate the the honesty because honestly, my, my freshman year, if someone would have handed it to me, I would have been like, oh word, I could be done with the school shit. Okay, bet. But would I have been prepared? No, I wouldn't have had the tools. I wouldn't have had the knowledge. I I think about how you would have shown up, shown up on the podcast, Dom, as Dr. Dom, but not having actually, right? Like. 
Yeah, it's, nah, it's like nah. you got to go through Mm-mm. the process. The process is important and the answers that we need are in the journey. And so, yes. lady, wherever you are in life right now, if you was feeling how I was talking about early, feeling a little salty, could you like, oh my gosh, these dreams and goals, I haven't achieved them. You're not alone. We're in the journey with you, you know? we. Mm-hmm. I think people sometimes put, you know, podcasters or people they admire or people that you might listen to on a pedestal, but we all have our unique journeys. We all are struggling with something, yeah. right? We all have something yeah. that we're hoping for, desiring, and we're all in this together. Don't put, don't put, don't put me on a pedestal, lady. Let me tell you, because sis be struggling That's sometimes, hard, all right? Bro. Sis be struggling. Sis be going through the it. Struggle be real. The struggle, the struggle be, real, be real, real. Okay. So yeah, lady, we all in this together. We're going to go ahead and sign off and go hang out with Angela and Rachel on the after show and all of our other patrons. Shout out to all of our other patrons as well. We are going to go hang out on the after show. And so we will see you next week. Same time, same place. And a recap. And before, before we sign off, let's give you these tops, these six perspectives that we want you to consider. Sometimes your reality is better than what you dream. Sometimes what you thought you wanted isn't in your best interest. Even when you don't understand why things are coming to fruition or not, it's all working out for your good. Is there something you're doing or not doing that's standing in the way of your dreams? There doesn't have to be a time limit on achieving your dreams. And finally, the answers are in the journey and not the destination. Lady, we will see you over in the after show or next week. Thanks for joining us today. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, visit our website at herspacepodcast.com and be sure to click the Patreon tab to get access to video content, bonuses, and our weekly after show. And before we meet again, repeat after me. I am worthy of what I desire, period.